<clears throat> this inner power speaks. <clears throat> oh, we, go? Uh, we chiropractors work with the subtle substance of the soul. We release the prison impulse, the tiny river of force that emanates from the mind and flows over the nerves to the cells and stirs them into life. We deal with the magic power that transforms common food into living, loving, thinking clay that robes the earth with beauty and hues and scents the flowers with the glory of the air. In the dim, dark, distant long ago, when the sun first bowed to the morning star, this power spoke and there was life. It quickened the slime of the sea and the dust of the earth and drove the cell to union with its fellows in countless living forms. Through eons of time, it finned the fish and winged the bird and fanged the beast. Endlessly it worked, evolving its forms until it produced the crowning glory of them all. And with tireless energy, it blows the bubble of each individual life and then silently, relentlessly dissolves the form and absorbs the spirit into itself again. And yet you ask, can chiropractic cure appendicitis or the flu? Have you more faith in a knife or a spoonful of medicine than the innate power that animates the internal living world? <clears throat> B.J. Palmer, Bigness of the Fellow Within, 1949. So, yesterday, a mama comes into me. I've been seeing her, her child on the spectrum for six weeks now. And so it's maybe like eight or so. And she said, I said, you know, it's time for us to do a re-exam. Around 12 visits or so, we always do a re-exam, so it's time for us to do a re-exam. She said, good. Because I, I, I really want to see how much like, benefits that we've had, you know, uh, on the care so far. And um, she said, as a matter of fact, we were really signed at that moment. She said, I, if you don't mind, I, I'd like to call you uh, later on and speak to you about what's going on with my son, because I think it's you need to know about this. Okay, sure. So she wrote down her number, cell phone number, and later on uh, she called me a red side call for myself. And I said, what's going on? She said, I want to report to you a couple of different things that are going on uh, with my son since he started getting adjusted and doing exercises and stuff. I go up and she said, number one, um, he's got a lot better eye contact. He looks me in the eyes now. Uh, and this this is a child who's a seven-year-old uh, child who, I mean, he was, he's very profoundly impacted by others. So, relatively non-verbally speaking, doesn't look in your eyes, kind of just runs around, you know, just really profoundly impacted. So, she said, number one, he's having eye contact with me and with his teachers in school um, and stuff like that, which is really, that's a big thing, you know, that he, he's never had before with all the therapies he's had. Number two, is he started to communicate. Before he would just run, and he was like run and scream if he didn't get something. Now he's pointing, now he's trying to make words, he's not taking them, but he's trying to make words about the things that he wants. So he's he's making attempts and he's making attempts to communicate. This is this is another very big uh, you know thing. And then the biggest thing that the mom said, and she said um, is this, she said, um, and here's the most important thing about her, this is what I really want to tell you. And then I could hear her voice kind of crack a little bit, and she said, he never did this before, but in the last two weeks, when I open the door and I come home, he comes and runs and gives me a hug. Right? She said, so I'm super excited to do this re-exam because I'm already amazed at the things 
that I'm seeing from this. <clears throat> from this standpoint, I'd like to see what you're seeing from your standpoint. Because we measure things objectively, right? We measure your reflexes, and his eyes, and his form, and his balance, and his posture, and statistics, and numbers, and stuff. But she's seeing things off from the other side, right? And <clears throat> the reason that this is so important for you to understand is I'm doing nothing that you can't do. Right? This is chiropractic and functional neurological exercises. It is as simple as that. BJ Palmer, one of his favorite things, it is as simple as that. And here are kids, the kids that I see are 3, 4, 5, 6, 10, 12, 15 years old who have all these issues and they're going to all kinds of other providers. Not that they should be going to the PTC, OT, the speech therapist. They should have all those things right they need all these multiple providers to help them. But the thing that's amazing is when the nerve power is turned on, right? This, this inner power speaks, right? That's what BJ Palmer was talking about here, right? This inner power speaks. He says, we chiropractors work with the subtle substance of the soul. He doesn't say, we chiropractors grab people fast. We chiropractors push people bones. Right? Do you think that he said that for a reason? Right? Because he knows that even though we happen to be people who are providers of health that work on people's backs, that's not what we do. That's just, that's just, the, that's just the entry in. Right? What we really do is we, we reconnect the disconnected kids. We reconnect the disconnected adults. We reconnect the disconnected athletes. We reconnect the disconnected senior citizens. That's what we really do. And how is it that what we're doing can make such a huge impact on a child on the spectrum? Who's minimally speaking, who my first visit with him, this was my entire first view of the purchase. Right? How is it that that is not happening anymore? It's because there's nerves within the there's brain and the spine and the, and the cranium that if you start affecting things like the vagus nerve, the vagus nerve is not just a rest digest nerve, even though that's what's taught out of Grace Anatomy and not, not the TV show, the book. Um, that's what's taught out of Grey's Anatomy. <clears throat> says, you know, vagus nerve, rest, digest. No! Vagus nerve, part of it is rest, digest. The rest of it is social engagement. Social engagement. The vagus nerve plays a giant factor in social engagement. It helps with the eyes, focus the eyes in a social way. It helps with the mouth, having the mouth smile and the voice talk in a social way. It, has, it works with the ears, the vagus nerve does. In hearing things on a social level, right? So you have to understand that if you're working on an, an, like, if you're working on anybody, but especially a kid on the spectrum, <clears throat> if you're touching or affecting, they're adjusting their atlas and or oxygen, whether you do it in a tonal way like I do, or a sustained contact way, or an osseous way, or an instrument way, whatever it is, turning that vagus nerve on. These kids don't have good vagal tone. And when you change this, this area, now you make unbelievable changes to these kids. And this is what I see over and over and over and over and over again. <clears throat> and yet, the, the question here is, can chiropractic cure appendicitis and flu? I don't cure anything. <clears throat> I had a problem with 
She has a three-year-old kid who's minimally speaking. She said, is my child autistic? And I said, I can't say that. She said, why can't you say that? You see kids like this all the time. It's a pleasure. I said, yeah, but first of all, it's out of my skull. I'm not allowed to make that kind of diagnosis. That's not, that's for the psychologist who does. So I will not make that kind of diagnosis, first of all. She said, all right, well, well <clears throat> this was your kid. Would you call this kid a child, this child autistic? I said, I, this is not what I do. She said, well, can you fix it? Can you fix his autism? I said, that's not my job. My job, I don't fix anything. I don't fix autism, I don't fix ear infections, I don't even fix back pain. I don't fix, cure, treat, anything. What I do is I take, I find the brain and nervous system dysfunctions and I fix that. And <clears throat> I said, so when we examine your child and we're gonna find, there's no doubt, some brain and nervous system dysfunctions, then if I can work, find those things and between my adjustments and exercises I can do, you fix those things, we're gonna see improvement. She said, what kind of is he gonna talk? I don't know. I do, I'm sorry, I you know I'm saying to say this surpassed the same now. But I, I don't have a crystal ball. I have no idea what's gonna happen. She said, but, but then what's, what are you going to do? How am I gonna you know how am I gonna figure this out? I said, we're gonna you're gonna do this because <clears throat> whatever you've been doing for the last three or four years hasn't been working. And we know he's got a brain nervous system dysfunction. And if you keep the brain nervous system, here's the deal. If you keep the brain nervous system dysfunction the way it is, then you'll just keep on getting what you get. It's that simple. You keep on doing what you do, you keep on getting what you get. There's no science to that, right? That's obvious. That's just the way it is. <clears throat> so if you want something different, you've got to do something different. This is just something different. <clears throat> because we're going to check his reflexes. We're going to check his eye, we're going to check his score. We're going to check his balance, we're going to check his posture. We're going to give your child a score. And then in 10 visits, we're going to remeasure all those things and give him another score. And you're going to see improvement there because that's what I see in every single kid, every single time they go off. Now, what symptoms change, I don't know. But I know the brain changes. That I do know and that I can measure. And that I can prove. Because if a kid comes in, he's got all kinds of reflexes. And his eyes are all over the place. And his core is really weak, and now <clears throat> several, you know, six, eight, ten adjustments later, we've re-measured these things, and all those things are better, that I know the brain is improving. What, how that will manifest in the child, I can tell you. <clears throat> but I can tell you now, like this mama said to me last night, these are the changes I see, right? Because we're turning on the power of the nerve system. And it doesn't matter whether you're working on someone with back pain or you're working on a child on the spectrum or anything in between, you're still turning on the power of the nerve system. So even if someone comes in with back pain, which came in yesterday, <coughs> and an adult came in with back pain, not my favorite patient, but you know, they come in anyway. And he said, are you going to fix my back pain? And what do you think I said? Not That's not my job. I don't fix your back pain. I'm not like a vacuum. You're the cleaner, a Dyson for your back pain. You know, let's turn on the Dyson V8 animal and suck that back pain right out of it. Right? That's not what I do. What I do is your brain and your nervous system are disconnected. Right? Here's your brain, here's your nervous system, and your lower back, those things disconnected. And we're going to read, well, how does that happen? How does this thing get disconnected? It gets disconnected because you had car accidents and you had sports injuries and you sit for a living. 
you sit for eight to 10 hours a day on your computer, right? All those things are creating stresses in your spine. <clears throat> I talked about, you've heard about the three T's, right? Right, the three T's is trauma, thoughts, and toxins. I'm telling you there's four T's. What's the fourth T? You guys are on it right now, probably. Technology. Technology is the fourth T. <clears throat> Technology has created more subluxations and more brain disconnections than any one little thing. Because especially the kids, they're sitting all day long on their phones, all day long doing this. A lot of kids are on tablets. You know, it, it's great that a lot of there's a lot of more private schools are saying, no more textbooks, we're gonna give you, you know, an iPad <clears throat> or a surface or something. But now they're on, on a blue screen all day long like this. Alright, so yes, I think I'd rather have a backpack injury <clears throat> than the blue screen injury. The tank pack, first thing But this is this is what this is what BJ Who's doing this? This is what BJ is talking about when he's, he's when we're looking at this. <clears throat> we deal with the magic power. We do that that transforms common food into living, loving, thinking, claim. One of my favorite things to talk about with kids. I got a kid yesterday came in. And he, and he shows me that the kids are always showing their cuts. Okay, I got a cut on my finger. Yeah. I said, you know what's cool? What? That's cuts going to go away in a couple of days. He said, yeah. I said, how does that happen? He said, I don't know. I said, do you know like the food you're going to eat today, the carrots and celery and whatever else you can eat today, and the hamburgers is going to turn into skin tissue and nerves and stuff? Isn't that cool? He said, yeah, that's really cool. How does that happen? Right? That's, that's what the intelligence does. That's what the intelligence does, is it does things that we, like imagine if we had to, okay, I just ate breakfast and I had a smoothie this morning. What would I have to do if I had to figure out what to do with all that food? Boy, guys, look, some brain. All right, I need protein to go over here, and a carbon to go there. Now, wait, I need some extra and analyze and tell. And imagine you sitting there trying to figure out what to do with all this stuff, right? Okay, and I need, a, I need a list. Please give me a list of where all the protein is needed in the body, and then I'll send it there, right? And where all the carbon. Can you imagine? What sort of chaos that would cause us if we had to think about all this stuff? Right? <clears throat> but when you think about a child on the spectrum, what's happening with their brains, like our brains pay attention. Their brains don't know how to pay attention. It's not that they can't pay attention, it's that they don't know how to pay attention. They don't and they, they, are, they don't have the body awareness that you have. You're sitting in your chair, you're looking at me, you're taking notes, you're on your iPads or phones, you're, you're doing these things because you have awareness. But imagine you not having awareness. And then imagine you as a chiropractor coming in and touching their atlas and touching their oxygen and touching their temporal bones with the vagus nervous, and now all of a sudden that awareness, that before was making the kids spin and flap around like this, now all of a sudden makes you do this and looks at someone's eyes. And makes you run and hug someone's, the, the person that you know as mom. Right? Imagine all of a sudden gaining that awareness. That turning on that power. That's what B.J. Palmer was talking about. Is turning on the power that's in there. Right? Releasing that tiny force. 
that emanates from the spine through the nerves and goes to all the pieces of the body. That's what we do. Do not get mixed up in thinking that you're some fat cracker bone fixer upper. Right? That's there, there are plenty of things that do back fixing up and pain making go away-ish things. There's plenty of things to do that. Even if that's the character that you decide to become and that you want to deal with more pain-based stuff, that's still not what you're working on. You're not treating their pain. They're not coming in saying, take my pain away and you can just get rid of it. What you're doing is you're changing their brain and the way their brain and their body works. <clears throat> that is really what you're doing. <clears throat>